You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Come on, guys, a bit of microphone etiquette there. How are you? It's good. G'day, welcome to the show, everyone. Nice to have you on board. Badge and Sats here with you on a Wednesday night, the eve of the second exciting test, yep. Ashes test, Sats, are uh, you looking forward to it? I Day am actually. I, I, like, I'm a bit of a purist. I, I love the the five-day test matches. Um, not a huge fan of the of the T20, um, but I, I love the test matches. I love what it takes to be able to stay out there for long innings in the crease and, and try and stay focused. I, I love it when bowlers are bowling 24, 25, 30 overs. Are you still and, scoring at home? I'm not like still scoring at home. Uh, and if Anyone it, who hasn't heard that story, Sats, when you were, what, about 10 or 11? 11, 11, 12, 13. Granddad gave you a scorebook. And I used to sit there and score every ball in a test match. So that was back in the – it was um, – About early Craig 80s. McDermott and co, were they running – were they yeah, playing not AB? Yet. Yeah, McDermott wasn't Kim there. Hughes. It, was, it was Lily, Kim Hughes, oh, Dennis Lee, um, Bruce Yardley, Gee, wow. uh, Terry Alderman. All Lenny Pascoe. Lenny Pascoe. How There's good was he? Yeah. So um, the day-night test match, the pink ball, didn't like it at first. I thought, you know, you're upsetting the apple cart a little bit. Well, but, if, you're a, if you're a 10, 11, 12-year-old kid, you're probably in bed for the second exactly. half of the game. So. But it's starting to warm on me a little bit, yeah, actually. Something unusual, something different. I still, I wanna, like I still want to understand why the pink ball – is so different to the red ball. I mean, mm. is it the way that it's made? I'm not yeah. quite sure. Why? Why is it so different? Well, we're catching up with Aussie keeper Alex Carey soon. Yep. We won't ask him. He won't know because um, he doesn't bowl. Maybe someone can help us. I, I do remember when they, they went through a fair process of trying to get this pink ball. Uh, it was something to do with um, deteriorating or uh, moving around too much or but, not enough. But how come the red ball doesn't do and, that? Oh, no, and the pink ball, it's pink because of – being for, for vision to be able to see it properly as the as the uh, the sun goes down yeah, late in the that. afternoon. That's why. But why is it so different? I don't. And I'm not asking. But it might you. not be I'm different. Not, I'm not putting you on the spot. I'm, might, I'm asking the the listeners. Well, I'm trying to work it out on the run here. But it might not be different. It might just be different color. Yeah. Okay. But is is there more to it than that? Tell Apparently, there's the more ball. movement with the pink ball. No. Apparently, more movement at night. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Is it the ball or is it the nighttime conditions? Mm. What makes it? Hoop around. Um, they call it hooping it around. Whooping, hooping, something like that. Uh, so lots to get through on tonight's show. Oh, good day too, Brixie. Good to have you on board, mate. Um, oh, thanks. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah. And uh, you can just laugh whenever you think it's appropriate. We love your laugh. We do love uh, your laugh. Hey, what, what was, <laughs> uh, gentlemen, what was your first car, Brixie? Oh, my first car was um, 1962 EK Holden. Yes. Yes, it was. Um, it was sixty-two. The, I know. Can you believe that? I wouldn't. You wouldn't see anyone in nineteen eighty-five. That was a twenty, 
three-year-old car. Yeah. Uh, it had no uh, carpet in it, so it was metal floor and no holes in it. I could see the road. <laughs> uh, it had a, It was supposed to. It was unroadworthy. My dad got a dodgy roadworthy on it because it had a one eight six engine in it. Or you hold on fans will know that. Were they the old one seven nines? I was supposed oh, to be one sixty ones. Supposed to be. And you got a one eight six. I got one eight six. You rev head. I know. And I had. Was it three on the tree? They didn't uh, have no, one. No, it was an auto. An auto. It was an auto. Sixty two. Sixty two auto. They used to have push button what, auto shift? sets. Not not them. Not column shift. Yeah, column shift auto. Wow. But they used to have. There was in the Valiants. Yeah, back Valiants. In the had 60, the... 70s. They had push button autos. Yeah. Like, you really? push this button in for yeah reverse, and you pushed another one in. Used for... to are that old. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, and, um, well, it, yeah, go on. It was it was a, a it was a very faded mauve light pink color, and it was it was a so beast. Cool. It yeah. was a beast. It was, was a, a sedan. A wagon. A wagon. Oh. Shagging wagon. Oh, My first car was a um, a nineteen seventy HQ Holden. Had to be a Holden. We were just a Holden family. Oh yeah. Everyone, yeah. If, you, if, if you bought a Ford, you probably oh, would yeah. have kicked out of home. Mm-hmm. I was so I was eighteen when I bought my first car. So it was ten years old. How, how much did you pay for it? Fourteen hundred dollars. I paid five hundred and fifty dollars for my car. Well, he ripped off. Sixty two. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Sats? I had a Daihatsu Charade. Yeah. So when I started working, we grew up in pubs and our, our whole life and, and lived in the pubs. And so I used to work in the pubs from about 11. Mm. I used to work in the cellar. At night, 11 o'clock at night. No, in the morning. No, 11 year old. Oh, 11 year old. So I used to work in the pub. I used to work in the keg room. I used to get rid of all the empty kegs and unload the new kegs. And, did you, did you and, tell me about working in a pub. Did you, did you ever scrounge around the bar and find money? Always, always money. And what, were you just allowed to keep it? Yeah, allowed to keep it. Notes? No, no not many notes. Always coins. Always yeah. coins. But um, I used to get, My dad, sorry, that, my, I remember my dad used to go to the pub and, and, or at the footy club at, at, in Brisbane at South and they just, you just sit at the bar and put their wallet there on yeah. the bar, just put, leave the wallet yeah, on the bar. Yeah, they would. And, and they'd get a drink and the barman would take the money yeah, out money. or the barmaid. <laughs> they'd take money. the money yeah. out of the wallet. Mm. Or, they'd, or if there wasn't money sitting there, they'd open it up the and regulars take a fiver They'd just put like a 20 down and you just keep putting the change back on the Oh, you get a lot of beer for on the 20 bar. bucks back yeah. then. Yeah. So um, I used to work every probably two days a week and for about four or five hours. Mm. And, um, and my mum and dad used to pay me about $30 a shift. What? Wow. Yeah. A lot of money back then. This kid's not getting that cash. now. It's all cash too. Oh, I, I, think it come out of the, I think it came out of the pool, the pool table or the, oh, or the, yes. uh, or the little space invaders. And then, but then I used to have to give my mum and dad fifteen dollars of that back, and I used to blow up deluxe about it. But then, when I was about to buy my new car, they kept banking that, oh, and I accumulated all this money. And oh, so I got a Daihatsu what charade. What a great lesson they taught yeah, you! So, yes. what, what year was the charade? Was it pretty old, or uh, probably about three or four years old? Is that all? Yeah, three or four. Yeah. Oh, oh you lucky guy. And I'm going to ask our listeners, you know, what was your first car? I know Zero where you're four, going here. I think five seven seven three six seven three six. Because I got a a, uh, a nephew, and and it was um, he's I think he was working a bit. He's not working much, but he. He reckons his first car is going to be a BMW. <laughs> like, like, we're not talking an old BMW, no, no. like a, a new or one or two years old. See, this is what's happening. My, my in, kids are In a constantly... couple of years' time. And where's the money coming from? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's just getting one. I'm getting a BMW. Yeah, really? you very rarely see first cars as, as bombs anymore. They no, should be. They're not bombs. Well, it's like the kids are getting – parents are buying their kids – Brand new cars what? now. I can't believe it. I think learner drivers shouldn't be able to buy anything that's under um, under ten years old. Mm. 
you should have. You got to have it. You got to have something to talk about later on and have and have a good laugh about it. My first car, the HQ Holden, <laughs> it it was three on the tree, like the, the changing gears, but it'd get stuck in between first and second, <laughs> and, it, and you'd, you'd, you'd jiggle it out, and you'd be rolling, and you'd be trying it, and you'd, you'd get it out. But sometimes it'd get stuck there. You had to pull over, something going up hills, whatever. Pull over, find a way, go out, open the bonnet up. I always had this rag sitting at my feet oh. when I drove. And get the linkages and just had to shake them, jiggle them around until they loosened up, and then you jump back in and it'd be right. Because with your old, with your first car, you and I are from that video. You had to know how to work on your car. Oh yeah. So you always had to be able to open the bonnet and go. Well, you've got to do this to that. Check the oil. Kids and nowadays, the water. No okay, idea. I'll throw another one at you. What percentage of of kids slash adults under the age of twenty would have a manual license? I made my Very daughter. Small, I made small. my daughter. Get a manual license, but you know why? Because I just thought it was an extra skill. She, she she's going to know. drive a truck well, later I on. And well, I couldn't believe know. this, and it's I was shattered. Commitment. I was shattered because my son uh, Tom went for his license, and he said, "I'm getting auto." And I went, "Why?" And he said, "He said I, 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 I said get manual, Tom. What if you get a job where you need to drive? Exactly. You know, need, they say, oh, can you take the Ute out or drive? It's a manual.'" He said, "No, you get an you get an auto license, and after a." Year or, two, or when it's an open license, she can drive manual or auto. I can't believe it. I don't believe that. You can. You can. The instructor told me. You got to know how to drive it, but I know you got to so, know how to. That's, that's right. Said, that's what I said You've to got her. An open said, license doesn't say on it auto only. If you get a manual license and you have a manual car, which she got her first car, um, I said no one's going to want to drive your car because they don't know how to drive it. Yes. So, yeah. Great. And she abused me on Facebook because of it, but she's, <laughs> she said a year I'm later. Not to your face. She, yeah, no, she Facebook. said a year later, she said to me, isn't that so millennial? She, yeah. ab- she abused me on Facebook. <laughs> uh, I made her get a manual license and get a manual car. And a year later, she said, you know what? Best thing I could have done. So there you go. Mm. Mm. Got a text already from Grafton Bronco to Sats. Bel- who's Belchie? Uh, and Brixie. Exit, it's badge, mate. XE yeah. station wagon. It'll be your last text if you don't get it right. Baby Keep poo. An XE station wagon. That's uh, Ford, Ford Falcon. Yep. Baby poo brown in uh, in colour. Five speed manual. Oh, good on you. Listening on 2GF in Grafton. That would, that would have. Grafton Bronco. That would have moved, that thing. Oh, yeah. First car. First car. Rev head. Good on you. <laughs> good on you. Hey, uh, we to get to this. Sports Day, Sports Update. And we've got a hot topic coming up pretty soon too, Sats, around the um, uh, a series on uh, website, The Raw. Yeah, it's an independent website for journos called The Raw. It's a really enjoyable website if you haven't seen it, um, where they've been talking to fans about why they support their club, but they focus on the Manly fans this week, and Manly fans are saying, we love it that we're hated. And so yeah. it made me start thinking about not the teams, Badge and listeners and Brixie, it was which players, like yeah. now – and in years gone by, it doesn't have to be rugby league. It can be any sport. They just love to play the villain. They, they just they wore the black cape really well. Well, Joey Lalu was talking about that this week. It wasn't about saying everyone he, hates me. Everyone hates me. And mm. and Bernard Tomic says he knows. He said I read all the stuff. Of course you read. You got nothing else to do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're they're kind of the villains, aren't mm. they? But back in the day, the king. Remember when Wally was captain? He captain of Queensland, but he captained Australia and he got booed at the SCG. He did, he did yep. too. Yeah. Um, Benny Elias was all he, – Benny loved he it. Wore, he loved it. He wore it better than anyone. He still does it. He still goes up Origin Night, walks down Caxton Street, too, yeah. and all the, the fans will be there, and he'll just wait until, you know, they're, they're, they're boiling hot, they're ready to go. They've been on the drink all afternoon at 7.30, 7, game's in half an hour. It's spilling over with people out of the pub in the Caxton Street and the and across the road at Gambaro's, and Benny <laughs> just walks around until someone spots him to go – 
Give it to him, boo, and he just stands there. Benny's a wanker. Yeah, come on, come on, get into it, boys. He loves it. So to play the villain, you've got to, yeah, not only wear it well, but you've got to embrace it. And Benny does. He embraced it. I mean, I think Wally got Wally Wally was a little bit hurt when he got booed, wasn't he? He didn't like it. Yeah, I think so. But it it fired him up. Yeah. I mean, I remember when we won, um, we won a series uh, eighty-eight or eighty-nine. In one of those games, count, don't you, I know sometimes. we won so many yeah. games in a row. Yeah. But we won. We won. Um, I think we wrapped up the series three nil in at, Sydney. Yes, yep. at the Sydney Football Stadium, and it, they were just dead quiet. And he's going, "Listen to that. Listen to them now. They got nothing. They got nothing." So he was, yeah, he was a great leader. But yeah, he he was certainly like that. So that's um, so. Who are the villains? Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. I'll throw one that really loved to to be the villain mm. in cricket season. Tomo. Especially against the Poms, Over like there. he just he just loved playing the the bad guy. You know, I don't care whether I'm going to hurt you. He was one of those players though. The, the players on the other team wouldn't have said a word to him. Exactly, they would not have said a word. Oh yes. All right. Well, uh, let us know who you think. Okay, our uh, our sports update and talking about um, cricket. Uh, this Jai Richardson, he looks like he can send him in sets. He's yeah, well, it's been confirmed uh, by Paddy Cummins today that Jai Richardson is going to take the place of Josh Hazelwood. And it oh, might, okay. might have had something to do with a, a net session yesterday where Manus Labashain copped a body blow. He said it was seriously scary the way that Jai Richardson was bowling. Uh, talking about at times when he tones it down, his speed, he's still at about 140 k's an hour. So, Ooh. And he hits the mark on a number of occasions. He's got a beautiful style and um, – Matey's international debut at about 74, 75 kilos. From all reports, he's really worked on building himself up and, and become a bit of a force. So this is his real big chance, Jai Richardson, to mm. start his test career. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, Davey Warner uh, is in some doubt, but Pat Cummins says he will be right. Once the adrenaline kicks in, he's played a lot of test cricket. He knows how to play uh, with discomfort and yep. pain. And he reckons he'll be right. Well, uh, yesterday they had a net session where he wasn't bowled at, but they had um, some of the support staff and some of the, obviously the batters that don't bowl, but were throwing balls, short balls at him where he had to get back on the back foot and pull and see whether that had any effect on the, on the ribs. Mm. And there were audible cries of pain when he was going through it. Um, if he's going to play, and Brett Lee, who, who knows David Warner very well, says he's played through pain on a number of occasions. Mm. He's got a high pain threshold. Whether he plays with a needle, I wouldn't think he would in a test match because, as we know, the long-ended version of a test match is you've got to go the entire five days and you can't keep getting needles for five days. He'd have, he'll have a lot of padding on. You'd think side, so. Won't he? Yeah. All so, right. yeah, it looks like he's going to play, he's going to play. Will Jack Leach play? The, the well, Travis dinner. Head wants him to, <laughs> He's and all asked. the other Aussies. The Jack Leach, of course, is the uh, the English uh, spin bowler who just got carted all around Brisbane. They found a ball in the valley in Brisbane, and that's uh, about what, about <laughs> seven k's yeah, from it. Again. Yeah, yeah. Um, Travis Head insists that you have to have a spinner at his home ground, the Adelaide Oval. And of course, he's going to say that mm. if Jack Leach is throwing up bombs like he did in the first test. They got other spinners in the camp. Oh, I, I would say them. they would. Um, but if Jack Leach is the best, unfortunately, mm. you wouldn't be trying someone else. But then again, Shane Warne was tried. Yeah, and he was he got horrible around, first, didn't he? His first series really? until he went to his first dashes, then bowled the ball of the century. So Travis so Head believes is, you're predicting that Jack Leach will be as good as Shane Warne. No, I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. But 
oh, with the figures that Jack Leach threw out, and admittedly in his in his defence, it was a green top. Mm. It wasn't for the spinners, even though that Nathan Lyon found a couple. Um, it'll all come down the pitch. Simple yeah. as that. It will. Yeah. Uh, Joe Root was. I see he was talking about the. He said, "You can be misled, or or you could. You got to be careful not to think that because it's a day nighter and it's at the Adelaide Oval, the ball's just going to hoop around and turn around corners. Yeah. Um, can't rely on that. You know, during the day, it might not move much at all. It might just be like a a, a pretty because the Adelaide Oval. I guess that's probably why it's great that it is a day nighter there because that has been renowned for being pretty dull. Yes. at times and lifeless almost the pitch. So, um, but he was saying it won't be just." you know, doing crazy stuff the whole time. Mm. And the bowlers weren't really – I know we outscored them, but the the bowlers weren't really their problem, were they, the Poms in that first test? No. They didn't – they gave them nothing to chase, their yeah. batsmen, or nothing to work for. I mean, they're going to be a lot better. When mm. they get Broad and Anderson, if Broad and Anderson are selected, I mean, they're going to have a, uh, a far – far more efficient bowling attack. Mm. And, yeah, Joe Root, they say, is the only batter. Um was it Arwad in the in the second innings? That was Marlon. Marlon, sorry. Yeah. So you've got Milan and you've got Joe Root. And Ben Stokes is a proven winner at Ashes level yeah. also. Yeah. So, yeah, they've got enough batting prowess to, to score enough runs. But now they've got the bowlers to defend it as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, Brixie, who do you know who's playing? Can you, have, can you find out for us who's playing tonight in the Big Bash? Um, did you see last night's that's uh, – this fan. Big Bash tonight is Stars at, versus Sixers. There you go. Stars and Sixers. You're good. <laughs> um, at Blundstone. I saw this. This fan. Yeah. He went to, to catch a, a six from Ben McDermott. Um, looked looked to me like he thought it was a soccer ball he was trying to catch. It went straight through and whacked him on the forehead. He, <laughs> oh, I don't laugh about it now because we know he's okay. He got treatment there, but... Um, yeah, oh, geez, you've got to be careful out there, haven't you? Those, those rocks coming at you. Do you know, during the T20 World Cup, which Australia just previously won, I've got to say, and I was talking to Gibbo, who, who does the, the Joel and Fletch show, and he's a mad sports fan and listens to our show as well, and he would constantly text me and said, are you watching the T20 World Cup? I'd go, yeah, I'm watching bits and pieces. Of Why is that? He said, the catching in the grandstands is abysmal. It's horrible. It's embarrassing. So he was actually <laughs> – Yeah, where was, was the T20 a- World Cup? In India. No, in Abu Dhabi. In Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Yeah. So he was sort of saying – he was more concerned about the, the, the fans not being – the spectators not being able to catch any of the balls. Yeah. It'd be difficult. Well, and I, I'm, I'm, I, you know, are they hardcore former cricket players in the stand from Abu Dhabi or are they not? You know, maybe they're, they're you know, just recently into their cricket and they're trying to catch this thing. They don't realise how hard it is. They probably Slapping think their hands they together. Go to, well, they usually go to the tennis – Catch the balls there in the, the grandstand. But, yeah, it's a little bit different trying mm. to catch a, a cricket ball. Uh, Mitch Marsh cracked uh, 100 and even 100 off He's 60 on balls. on fire, isn't and of he? of course, it was Mitch Marsh that led us to, uh, yeah. to victory. I had a big say in the Aussie victory in the, uh, the T20 World Cup. And the Scorchers won by 53 runs. And we'll keep you up to date later in the show uh, what's going on with the Stars and the Sixers. Um, Sats, so before we get to the break, a little bit of a story around uh, the NRL or clubs uh, should consider – Bubble wrapping the players again in mm. 2022 with what we've just seen that happened with some night. The Knights players all got sent home from training on yep. Monday uh, because of the outbreak in Newcastle and uh, and that training camp, the Emerging Blues squad. I guess if it, if it if it because this is you know apparently highly contagious or very contagious the uh, the Omicron variant that you, you, 
they've got to start to think about what if it goes through your team and you lose 10 players. And yeah. So well, I, are they going to be I know that we've got a blueprint. Obviously, as a game, we've got a blueprint and we're one of the pioneers when it came to sport in relation to to putting that that security around the competition as a whole. Mm. And obviously, the, the clubs and the officials became part of that, that bubble. Um, but what happens if a, one team is affected, Badge? I don't think we've got a blueprint for that. I've got no doubt that Peter Volandis will have a plan, some sort of strategy. Mm. Would it be that just let's just for argument's sake, let's use the West Tigers for argument's sake. Are meant to play the the Storm this week, and the West Tigers are, are unfortunately closed down due to um, the virus. Do they postpone that game until later on in the year? Does it become a midweek game? Then you've got an argument around. Well, they want to avoid as much of that and, as they can, don't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see how that uh, that pans out as we get closer to the season. And clubs might, you know, make their own rules and, and different from each other. Of course, they're in different states, mm. a lot of them too. That's our sports update. Thanks to Acmea Farm Insurance. This is Sports Day. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Welcome back to Sports Day, Badge and Sats, and our special guest, as we mentioned earlier on, is on the line with us now. Uh, newly crowned, what are you crowned? I don't know what you. What do you say? Newly capped what Aussie a, what Test a debut. cricketer on debut last week in the first Test. Alex Carey, uh, good on you, Alex, for joining us, mate. How are you? No pleasure. Good afternoon, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, look, a um, fantastic effort. Before we actually talk about the game, that that cap presentation. Uh, have you watched it back, Gilly? Presenting the cap. To you, and we've never seen that, never really been inside the inner sanctum. It was a really special moment. Um, how did that feel when uh, the great man Adam Gilchrist did that? Yeah, it was it was obviously really special, and um, uh, to have a you know a hero of mine growing up in Adam Gilchrist, you know one of my favourite players. Um, to yeah, to be there and, and say some some really nice things, um, and to present a bag of green is yeah, pinch yourself moment and, and something I'll look back on in years to come and um, be really grateful for. But, yeah, he's one guy that I speak to regularly. Um, so to have him present that hat and say some, like I said, some lovely things, um, some really good messages for, for everyone to hear was fantastic. Did you ever almost give up hope that uh, you wouldn't get finally make that debut for Australia? Uh, no, not at all. I... Um, uh, really confident in um, my cricketing, uh, you know, at, at, at the mm. moment, and I think the last couple of years with the white ball format um, has been pretty solid and consistent. Um, uh, but yeah, saying that, Tim Tim has been going fantastic for Australia. Obviously, the captain, um, so he was playing really well, and obviously some pretty difficult situations. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I never gave up hope, and um, if it wasn't this this series, and you know, hopefully for years to come, it was going to come, but. Um, no, I, I'm really grateful for the opportunity. Um, I was really excited to to put the hat on and, and get out there and um, yeah, get underway at the Gabba, which is a fantastic result for for Australia. Yeah. Um, and now we move to Adelaide in a really exciting pink ball test. Yeah, home turf for you. But before we get to that Adelaide test, Pat Cummins, of course, he had a great debut as, as a skipper, not only with the ball, but I just watched his body language as well. It looked like he was very positive, but. Behind the scenes, did you sense any nervousness in Paddy? Because walking out when he's walking out the team for the national anthems, he he looked like he was he's very nervous. Did, did you sense that inside? 
Um, no, I didn't. I, I've seen Pat. Um, I think we've all seen Pat perform and, and the way he holds himself over the last number of years. And um, no, he was fantastic in the whole week lead up. Um, he remained the same character that he is. Um, you know, really, um, yeah, up and about. And um, you know, he prepared really well. He was very relaxed. He spoke well to the group. Um, so I, I didn't sense anything, no doubt. Um, you know, I, I, while I was speaking to Gaz Lyon and you know his hundred and one game and my first, and he, he still had a heap of nerves. So <laughs> um, I think it's pretty natural for the, the guys to walk out their first game of the summer, um, a home Ashes series against a really strong England team. Um, yeah, everyone was was up and about, and um, that national anthem was was something special for me and the group, and to go out there and performed the way we did day one um, was awesome. Yeah, it was outstanding that first ball of course, now your fellow South Australian Travis Head, 152 off 148 now, uh, I'd be fair to say that you'd be used to his attacking Cavalier style of batting Yep, absolutely but <laughs> I, I think I think he had the oppor- um, I guess he had the opportunity there to, to go one or two ways and that's, you know, wickets falling around him to to go back and, you know, try to, to hold his end up, but um, yeah, I've seen it before. He, he counter-attacks. Um, he hit the bad ball. Uh, he kept out the good ball. Um, he scores freely. His confidence is really high. His technique's beautiful. Um, so hopefully it is a, a start of something special for him. Um, but yeah, he's keen to, to come back home and perform now under lights in a pink ball test uh, along with the whole group. Mm. Have you played at a pink ball test before? Oh, it's not, not a test. A pink ball, a day-nighter? Uh, yeah, played a number of pink ball um, first class games, so they are exciting. Um, I, you know, there is a bit of talk that it does a bit more under lights, but um, all conditions are a little bit different. So the guys will will we'll prepare really strongly over the next couple of days. We'll train tonight in Adelaide under lights and and get a good feel for it. So. Uh, speaking to the guys, though, they say the atmosphere here is unbelievable in a test match, so I can't mm. wait to get out there. And uh, congratulations, of course, on your, your record eight uh, eight um, dismissals. It's all downhill in now, the test. But, <laughs> no, it's, it's all not, downhill now. Even more <laughs> yeah. in Adelaide. Uh, but, but how was the feeling when you, in the second innings, you opened the batting, walking out there, uh, opened the batting for Australia? Was that another special moment for you? Um, oh, yeah, it would have been nice to get the boys over the line and, and no yeah. look it's down, but... Um, no, you know, once once you you walk out the bat, it's 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 just cricket again, and you go out, you play, you have fun, and, and compete, and um, that's all I was sort of uh, focusing on. And um, unfortunately, yeah, nicked off with four to get, and probably should have just swung at one and, and hoped for the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, listen, we we know you're a very busy man. We do have to let you go. I guess you're expecting a lot more from the Poms this time around in uh, in Adelaide starting Thursday. Yeah, no doubt they'll want to bounce back really strongly and, and they'll probably have a couple of change-ups um, with their bowling group. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll focus on what we can control and um, no doubt the guys are, are pumped to get out there and, yeah, keep that momentum going from the first game. Rightio. Good on you, Alex. Thanks very much for joining us on Sports Day, mate, and, uh, and all the very best. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the chat. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. And it is hot topic time on Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, actually, um, we're talking about players in any sport now or in the past that uh, have been villains and love to be the villain or they were the villains. Um, Actually, we've just got a text here from... Paul Gallen played the villain well. Yeah, he did. Especially in Origin. He He was... 
even though Queensland was so dominant for so many years, he he was really a walking PR machine, Did wasn't he? he? Because he, he took the he took the battle to Queensland. He called him off the field two as heads. Well. Yeah, Fatty said that once actually about people in Ipswich, didn't he? And he uh, he copped a lot. Hammered, absolutely he hammered. A lot. Yeah. So you know, Gal wore the black cape, the villain, really yeah. well. But I think he because he. Well, we know now that he could back it up as well, not only on the field but off it. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, BJ Lalua admitted during the week that everyone thinks he's an, an F-wit mm. and um, got his big fight coming up next week. Yeah, but he he tries to wear the, the villain cape well, but I don't think it fits that well with him. I don't I – don't, yeah, I don't know if he's a villain. I, I find him frustrating because I know there's yeah. so much talent there, but I just see this um, – we'll relate to this, this text – there's something in this from St. Boyd that I'll bring back to that. Boys, I hated everyone in a Queensland jumper, but only for the three games. Then when they wore the green and gold or red V, I cheered them on like they were brothers. So I was a Dragons fan as yep. well. Uh, except Justin Hodges. <laughs> he wore the black cape. Cheers, St. Boyd. Uh, he I, did I, like I think, to wear it. I think Hodge is a little bit like that and, and um, Joey Leilua too. Yep. They just just do stuff they don't need to do on the field. It frust- oh, Hod- Justin Hodges frustrated me. When he got all that grubby stuff out of his game, outstanding. His, yeah. his game was just – it went to the, you know, to the, the top of the tree as one of the – if not the best centre in the game. He was right up there with GI um, because he, f- he didn't think about all the other yeah. stuff that you don't need to be doing. It, mm. it, uh, I, I don't get that when players play like that and they want to – you know, sledge everyone and they want to put a little grubby punch in or uh, all the time. Gary Freeman did that. Well, I didn't I, need to. I had Gary Freeman on my list. He, he used to like to play the public enemy number one. Yeah. Whiz, didn't he? And yeah. a guy that – and I was talking about this with a friend today. I said, who's some of the villains in sport over the year? He said, oh, Ian Beefy Botham. I said, well, he didn't really play the villain. He was – I think a lot of the, the Australians really endeared themselves to him because he was a – He's He's a larrikin. A larrikin, beer-swilling cricket player. Yeah. He loved a good time. He'd raise money for um, a thousand charities. And I think Aussies really fell in love with Ian Botham. Yeah. Then yeah. he came and spent some time, didn't he, in the Sheffield Shield as well. And So I don't think he was really a villain mm. at all. Uh, you mentioned Benny Elias. A guy that I played with, Steve Carter. You would have played against, you played yeah. against Steve Carter. Yeah. I mean, he He's loved a good he, he was a great player. Hey? He loved to be public enemy number one. He used to get under the skin to some of the on some of the, the high profile players. Mm. Wendell Saylor, I remember we played the Broncos in two thousand one night and we, we ended up beating them, but we were on the back foot. And it was a really important period of the game. And it was about fifty or sixtieth minute and we didn't have any possession. Wendell Border took a ball up. And Steve Carl and I used to defend inside Steve Carter. He said, Get up really hard. He said, I'm gonna hit Wendell up around the up around the eyebrows. And so he hit Wendell and, and he hit the ground and he he gave Wendell a facial and he abused him and he sledged him. And Wendell got up with the ball in hand, pushed him, and he threw himself on the ground, Steve Carter, like he was in WWE wrestling. And he got back up and pointed at the referee. Referee said, Wendell, you can't do that. Penalty Penrith. We got the ball back and beat them. Beat them really convincingly that <laughs> night. And, but he just – and he used to walk back and he used to wink at you all the time. He said, I've got them. Got him. I got him under, yeah. I got him under the skin. So uh, yeah, he, just, used to, he used to love to play the – to play the villain, yeah. Steve Carter. Yeah. What about in the boxing world, Sats? There's been some real villains there, haven't there? Well, Mike Tyson I, most I, notably. I mean, I suppose boxing comes from a you – know, a lot of the boxers come from a really tough upbringing anyway. Yeah. So they, they – a lot of them hate life as it is. And boxing is a way to 
I, to get a start in life. I see the ones that they know what they're doing to. Like, like Conor McGregor, he just he, well, just, he loves to play the villain. Fires everyone up. Yeah. He's made millions and millions from it. Uh, I think Anthony Mundine did that, didn't he? Yeah. He, and he knows he said some Put stuff, and he regrets seats. some of the really controversial stuff that he said. But he knew that if he if he got people to love him or hate him, yep. then people you were going to watch. Either way, you were going to watch, and yeah. he delivered too as a, as a as a fighter. He did. Um, but yeah, he didn't mind. I remember Conor, Conor McGregor after a fight after he won a world title. He um, they interviewing Joe Rogan was interviewing him in the uh, the octagon after the fight. And he said, Joe, I just want to take this, this moment to, uh, to apologise. And he paused. He said, to absolutely nobody. <laughs> <laughs> um, Daniel from Prairie would listen to Sports Day on the SEN app. He says, hey, Badge and Sats, someone who played the villain well and relished the disdain from opposition fans, Cameron Smith. And he did actually. I remember that time he was kicking for goal from the sideline. Roosters fans just hammering him in his ear. He slipped over and still kicked the goal, turned around and was really animated. <laughs> it's yeah. something you don't usually see from Cameron Smith. Uh, and every fan base whose team come up against the storm and um, universally hated by Sydney and New South Wales fan and media alike. I don't think the media Who, disliked Cameron him. Cameron Smith or the storm? Cameron Smith. Really? Yeah, I don't think the media disliked him. Oh, I think there was a few people, but you get that when you're so successful. Yeah. People are always going to be like that. They just that's the tall poppy syndrome. And mm. Get over it. Hey, um, can I say that? Do we listen? Yeah, a, yeah, you did. Adrian from Dural. Oh, I didn't even know I said it out loud. He says, if Australia goes two nil up in Adelaide, that's the Ashes done and dusted. Uh, near a week before Christmas, interest in the rest of the Ashes will drop off a cliff. You know what? I don't know. I. I I hope you're wrong. And, of course, it's a five-test series. Um, even if we're up 2-0 and we do it easily, I'm going to be looking forward to seeing how much we can beat them by. Well, I think it's positioned well on the calendar with the Boxing Day test. It gets doesn't matter what yeah. the result is. It gets you interested straight away. Yeah. I want this game to be really tight, but I don't want us to get beaten. I don't want it to be one all. Yeah. I know that that means uh, we're all more excited about it. I don't want – I don't want – just don't give a sucker an even break, as you said earlier on, Sam. Yeah. Um, but Adrian, yeah, well, a lot of people would probably agree with you that, um, it, but it doesn't mean the Poms can't win, but yeah, pretty unlikely. I, you know what? I, I tend to think, and I, I know the Australian cricket side wouldn't be taking them lightly and, but I, I think this English side in the second Ashes test are going to be a lot better. I mean, they're going to have a amount of experience well, Anderson and Broad with, with their back. bowling attack and mm. Joe Root and they knew in the second innings, they know that there's a guy called Joe, they had to try and get his as big a lead as possible, the Aussies, because they know that Joe Root is, well, he's the best batsman in the world. They yep. scored six centuries last year, the English cricket team. He scored five of them. Yeah. So they know that he can put on a double century at any given yeah. time. And, so. and tougher for our batsmen with Anderson Absolutely. and Broad yeah. and Stokes and Jack Leach. Oh, big worry there. <laughs> Better get to a break again. Badge and Sat Sports Day for the all-new Kia Sportage. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Sports Day news headlines for Polaris, Australia's number one off-road vehicle brand. Yeah, dozens of flight passengers thrown into hotel quarantine after positive COVID detection on their flights to Queensland will now be released. So what was happening originally was the flights from Newcastle to Brisbane, there was a a passenger on the flight from Newcastle or Brisbane then went from Brisbane to Townsville. Yes. Has put a lot of people in what they deem as close contacts. So the original mandate was going to be that everyone involved in those flights, and they were in midair, they arrived in Brisbane, 14 days quarantine, you're going to miss Christmas. Oh. 
which was absolutely ridiculous from the Queensland government. But fearing backlash, uh, they've now turned and said that uh, you will no longer need to be um, to be isolated for 14 days. That uh, they're now, as, even though they're close contacts by the Queensland government, uh, they'll be tested and released from quarantine. So initially going to quarantine, tested, come back negative, off you go. Which yep, is isolation for some. Which of them. is common sense. I cannot, well, I can believe the Queensland government came up with that original mandate. That's mm. just. That's just ridiculous. It's Grinch-like. Oh. There you go. Get range of confidence for the price of a quad. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. Oh, a quick one I want to throw in. The Wallabies and Waratahs are trying to entice test veteran Kurtley Beal back home from France yep. from twenty twenty or the 2023 World Cup. They want to get him home and ready for that. Uh, 31 years old. He plays for Racing 92 over there in uh, Francais. Uh, but he impressed Wallabies coach Dave Rennie when he was called back for the recent three-test spring Two uh, sats. Um, we got some weather now for New Farm, yep. Australian through and through. Clon Curry. I'm going right up to the top of Queensland, just near or so northwest of um, Curry, of Queensland, just near south Mount Isa, of, south of Mount Isa. You been there? Yes, I have. I went to I went to Mount Isa and we did a couple of hours stint in Clon Curry, which is about a I don't know four or five hour drive. At least. I've always wanted to go to Mount Isa, and we've got some listeners in Mount Isa. Um, my good mate Jamie Goddard's from up there, and he's always said, "Come up." And I'm not a huge drinker, and oh, when I'm yeah. with Goddard, no. you don't want to have a drink with Goddard no, because you... he's an absolute pest. He's a menace, and there's no way in the world I would get out of Mount Isa if no. I went up there with Goddard. No, you'd be in a mine pit. Yeah. So, Cloncurry, 40% chance of rain on Thursday, um, and get this, with a low of 27 and a high of 40, oh, a low of 27. It's a warm night, isn't it? It is, and I'm going out to the Riff, the western corridor of Sydney, 60% chance of small showers. Low of 19, top of 26. Now that's... What's the chance of big showers? Yeah, uh, 20%. You made that up. Um, top of 26. That's quite mild for Penrith at this time of year. Mm. You would have trained. You would have done pre-season training in the Penrith heat. Royce Simmons made us do a session one day in December, a week leading into Christmas, and we had to wear the tackle suits. Remember those big tackle suits? Yeah. Like heavy, big things. And we had to do a, a, um, a, a game like training session. Game simulation. Game simulation. And a lot of guys were fainting and some guys lost a, oh, lost a heap of weight. And I remember the next day on the front page of the, the Daily Telegraph, it said, someone is going to die. <laughs> I yeah. think it was like 46 degrees oh, or something. Yeah. Good on you, Royce. Makes you tough. Royce. Uh, whether they're the New Farms, uh, Australian through and through, New Farms products formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. Um, Sats, so we've got some texts. Yeah. Sensi from Tormina, talking about uh, your first cars, drove mum's red Datsun 200B until I saved up enough to buy my WB Holden Ute. Wish I still had it. Be worth a fortune. WB Holden today. Ute. What yeah. year would that have been? Brixie? WB, I, don't know. I don't know the letters. Uh, oh, he's looking it up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I have to Google that one. Now, TB, 90s. as Texas on 0457-736-736, Austin A40, heap of crap. Hydraulic front brakes, mechanical rear. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, Sats, you learned to work on your own cars. Or we did, didn't exactly. we? Exactly. The WB um, went from 1980 to 1984. Oh, what there a ripper. Go. Okay, I got it. we got a text as well. We're talking about um, sporting villains. Oh, this is one of the best ones of all time. From Mark from Hurstville. John McEnroe. Oh, yeah, oh, of course. Wasn't he yes. a baddie? Loved it. Jimmy Connors before him. I remember Wally Lewis, Wally Lewis loved John McEnroe. He said he loved him because he was just so competitive. But he, 
He failed to recognise that he was a bit of a brat as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he kind of changed his ways. Yep. Righto, uh, thanks for all your texts and keep them coming. 0457 736 736. Um, Sats. Uh, We're going to get the Daniels cars. after the break. Yes. Yeah. And what do you think, that one we mentioned earlier on from Adrian from Dural, if the Aussies go up 2-0 in Adelaide, is that it? Will you stop watching the Ashes? Will it be done? No. Done or dusted? I don't think so. Tell us what you think. Give us a text. 0457 736 736. Sports Day for Kia. Back soon. Got something to say? Text it. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.